0: SportsCast Prime! Good morning, everybody. We're back with another episode of SportsCast Prime. This is Mike here with John and Nick. Hey, guys. What's up? And we, the theme of today is ketchup. We haven't uh, caught... Catching up, I should say. We haven't caught NBA or NFL. It's out in a while. there. You said it. It's out there, dude. You just going to own it. Yep. Alright, can we talk about catch up? Sure. I don't I don't think you can talk about catch up.
1: I, <laughs> I still prefer <laughs> mustard. I'm weird. Oh,
0: of course you do. Um <laughs> I'll think about that. We are come back. Come we back are two time. weeks into the NBA season. Two 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 and a half, three weeks. Half. Uh I think it's time. Things are starting to materialize. There are some interesting developments here in the standings. Uh, The first of which being, um, we're idiots, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we should, should we delete our NBA preview off the internet? Because, I I don't know. Frankly, it's looking pretty embarrassing I think everything we said was wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Outside of the Pacers, I think.
0: It's been a season of upheaval so far. A lot of a lot of the bottom on the top, a lot of the top on the bottom.
1: But I think I was right on the money about Paul George though. Yeah, so. I
0: got that look from Ted that I was looking for. All right, I, right buddy. I only got a couple of two things
2: well. I'm kind of feeling the cave on the clutter how that would be outbreak the last because like he never set it, it off off. <coughs> i feel so close to this. I have to do my top eight with you guys. I totally left Minnesota off the list. I'm
0: coffee like, house yeah. I'm looking so far. they really You know, good. I was and trying to remember. I remember we were, we were of multiple minds about what those last two spots
2: would be. Did any of us pick Minnesota? I don't think I did. My top was, I picked, I think it was Thunder. Well, I know it was Thunder. It was... Okay, so
0: you did Mavs and Portland, then, yeah. for this... I mean, we all agreed on the top six, but... Um, so you did Mavs and Portland. I think I ended up doing... I think I did not include the Mavs. I did, I did Portland, though, and... Uh, uh, maybe... New Orleans. Pelicans, New Orleans. Yeah. Pelicans. Yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, we've got a lot... Basically, it's... The, the story of the season has been...
2: Every team...
0: That we th- almost every team that we thought was going to be a dominant team has had some roadblocks, and there's only a couple teams that have been exactly what they're supposed to be, and those are to no one's surprise the teams that are basically leading, uh, you know, leading the way here in the NBA right now, and that's Indiana and San Antonio. The interesting thing about Indiana is that in a season so far where there's been so many surprises, not only is Indiana's um, the, their quality of play, exactly what we thought it would be. Hey, every one of their they've, in a in a sense, been the most predictable team. You know, we saw we saw Roy Hibbert blossom into basically the best defensive center in the league last year in the playoffs, mm-hmm. and that's what he's been so far this year. Yeah. We saw Paul George blossom into like, you know, poor man's LeBron, like an absolute top five player in the NBA. And that's what he's been this year. He's been doing everything. Um, There's Lance Stevenson. You know, Frank Vogel has continued to do the right things as a coach with like rotations and stuff like that. Um, They've literally been the only thing that was one of the only things that was maybe predictable. Yeah, and and they've been every and to a certain extent that's sort of rare, I guess. But every other team has been just mired in some sort of weird. Some sort of issue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I mean, the Pacers, they're they are the best defensive team in the league, again, as we expected. They really, I, everything, it's almost boring. But I I, I I caught a Pacers game the other day. It was just awesome to watch. You know, the way, because not only do they, they have two of the best defensive players in the game, which is Hibber and, uh, and Paul George, George, but they also, they're, they're extremely disciplined. You know, um, I, they're going to be, they're going to be tough. They're going to be... They're going to be tough. I mean, Miami, they'll be fine. I mean, I think we all kind of agree that Miami's not, you know. The, the, yeah, you're not you're not measuring Miami by what they do in the regular season this year. Um, but um, I, I think Indiana's going to be a tougher challenge to Miami this year. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: didn't
1: know we were in Caesars Palace.
2: maybe we kind of another thing that stuck out my mind is too. maybe we kind of overrated the bulls a little bit too much too you know we figured that oh they're getting um rose back this is going to be 2011 mvp rose all over again Hasn't really panned out yeah, that way that they're hoping. I sort of made that assumption, and I think we well. No, 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 no. I did
1: know. not make that assumption. Okay, now All I'm saying is, all right. Oh, all sorry, I'm sorry,
2: s- sorry <laughs> fortune teller. Sorry, oh, the mighty fortune teller. <laughs> and, but I, I, I did say that they tell us in your crystal ball, ball, where will I be five years from now? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: I don't know. Give me my find me a crystal ball, and then maybe I'll give it a shot. But either way. <laughs> but uh a
0: crystal ball I'll be out of here <laughs> so
1: but um i thought that it was going to be a struggle as soon as he came back anyway i didn't think like as i said i think they need to make a few trades as i said last week um in order for them to like be able to take like a team like Miami and like the pacers to be um to come out the east but also san antonio has been doing as actually is playing pretty well as well cuz they're i think they're 8-1 and one. Um, on top of the West and the Clippers, they've been doing decently.
2: They're six and three. Really? Because a few weeks ago, I thought if we had a hypothetical Kevin Love trade, you weren't willing to do that trade for some no. of the assets. I said I would. Really? Yeah.
0: No, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. We
2: are all right. Just... <laughs> I just.
0: And I think I think I think he's right. I think they they need. Hmm. Well, it's not even. I mean, that Kevin Love trade is not even a trade you do because you need. It's just yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Man, yeah, you get it yeah. kind of like that. Only thing you I get said: silver dollars in the NBA. Yeah. You acquire silver dollars. The
1: only thing I said <laughs> towards that is that they couldn't lose Jimmy Butler. That's the only thing I said.
0: Oh well, that. yeah, but that was the deal yeah. because that was the only. That was the that
1: scenario team. that you gave if yeah. they would have have to do something, and I said they couldn't lose Jimmy Butler, and they I said they,
0: not to get not to get Kevin Love. Yeah, but yeah, even, they could.
1: They oh, could. Okay, they can. Right, but even. But like, if they were to trade for, like, another player outside of Kevin Love,
2: they couldn't give up Jimmy Butler. But if it was Kevin Love, they they should do it. Yeah, but what outside of Butler do they have going for them outside of, like, Blake because Dang is not in... An...
0: No, that's the thing.
2: Well, Jimmy Butler
0: is the trade asset. He's yeah.
2: the Iman Shumper for the Knicks. He's yeah. the only thing they
0: got, you know, mm-hmm. that a team would want. Um, so he's involved yeah. in any trade for a, you know, for a superstar.
2: And even so far, I'd say why go for it, Nick, because, like, the Bull, like, Jimmy Butler, or as one of my friends that worked, couldn't totally rob, his name Jimmy Buckets, as he likes to call him. I love Jimmy Buckets. He's been... Uh, kind of a disappointment so far this year. He hasn't exactly, like. A little bit. Yeah, a a little, little that's bit. what I'm saying. Again,
1: we're early in the sure. season. Yeah, I mean, it. you could say that about Luau Dang, Jimmy Butler right now. Again, we're Yeah, not but that... I
2: think Luau Dang's still kind of hurt from those injuries, still yeah. a little bit. He's totally not recovered from that, too.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, we got time. Jimmy Butler, I mean,
2: did, Jimmy Butler did start off the season well. He's in a little bit of a slump
0: now, but he started off the season the way he was playing in the playoffs yeah, but like, in the end of last season last year. So,
2: I, I, you know. I, I'm
1: just saying, I think. You, probably, you can't probably lose both, or you'll have nothing at that position. You're yeah. going to have one or the other.
2: Oh, what do you mean with Dang? With the the, either
1: Dang or Jimmy Weller. Well, one well. or one. Because, like, Carlos Boozer, somebody's going to want him because he's playing. Uh, he's been good for like, for us for the past two years. He's a trading asset. But who Lu- says
2: that they keep Dang, though? Because Dang's a free agent after this year. What says that he doesn't want to re-sign or he's not going to be there? That's no, a thing. The,
1: nothing's been said as far as that's concerned. He doesn't They. Bulls keep a little type ship when it comes to that kind of stuff. All
2: right. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, you can't guarantee that, like, they can't give up one or the other because Dang might not even be there. Like,
1: Well, then we get cap space and we got to do, make something with that. I mean, Mm -hmm. we know that that'd be a plus for us. We need, we have, we've been tight with cap space uh, for a while now.
2: How about the Philadelphia 76ers? Well, you know,
0: it's, it's, yeah, they started 3 and 0 they're 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 in the process of coming back to back to earth you know this time next week they may be below 500 i, I think that was just a yeah a little little bit of a aberration mm-hmm. you know we're in the we talking about the east yeah. here you know what i'm saying what i'm it's, saying more
2: is how about the emergence of uh, michael carter williams though he's actually been playing he's been really good. He's been you know very the, good.
0: there's the, the the thing is there's there was so much um, upheaval last season with uh with moves and like you know people leaving bad teams for good teams there's a lot like this particular season is all about teams gathering at the top and teams gathering at the bottom, and they're not being a lot of mediocrity. Like teams, were, teams were tanking, yeah. Philly being foremost among them. But a lot of teams, the Jazz, you know, the Suns were doing so as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- the, the thing about it in the NBA um, is that you know in the NBA there, there's always the same amount of ball to go around yeah. in the NBA. So, you can tank, but, you know, you can have a, a team that doesn't have a ton of uh, good talent around. Someone's going to step up yeah, and, and, and fill those shoes, you know. Uh, it's like Chris Bosh on the Raptors. Or like You saw, yeah, You saw the kind of player that Chris Bosh became when he wasn't the only guy on the team. And, this, again, this is not... I'm a, I'm a huge Chris Bosh fan. I love... It's perfect for the heat, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to even go into that. But, um... But yeah, that's what happens. You know, guys guys can look good, guys can put up crazy numbers on bad teams in the NBA because the numbers are there to be had. And this is not to poo poo Michael Carter Williams. Um, yeah. he's he has it's just that he has an opportunity that well a lot of rookie players don't have. Yeah. You know, he's doing good. He's he's you know, he'll he'll come back to earth a little bit. But um you know, he's a good player. That's why they that's why they drafted him, right? Mm-hmm. Um Carter Williams is good, you know, Evan Turner is taking a large role there as expected. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I just they
0: they they're, 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 they're decent. You know, they they are better than what we thought they, they were going to be for sure. Because I think we were all saying, oh, "Are they going to are they going to lose more than 73 games? You know, they going to
2: be a record-setting awful team." And I think you know, I think they're better than
1: that. And they say at number 1 right now.
2: Yeah. Well, I just love their did their thing like they're making no brash you know excuses about it that they're tanking. I like those teams. I hate those teams. Like we're gonna try to play hard and whatnot, but like then you know they're tanking. I just love Philly. It's like no, we got all these draft picks. We're just this is a loaded yeah. draft. Why not? We're tanking for it.
0: Yeah, that's why they're not gonna sign. Evan Turner wants to sign. They're they're I don't know. they're not. Yeah. are not gonna. I don't think I don't think they're interested in offering him anything. We actually have had that, that's another theme this year. We've got a lot of tanking teams. Or you know, you know, scare quotes here, tanking teams in the East that are actually playing pretty inspired ball. How about Boston? I know that, right? It's, <laughs> um, I mean, they got no one, but Brad Stevens. You know, Boston. I, I have a couple. Um, friends were Celtics fans and they love Brad Stevens oh. and he really has been good
2: I love the Brad Stevens hire from the beginning because I felt like he was he's a good coach from from the get-go especially what he was able to do at Butler he's yeah. just a guy who seems very basketball smart very basketball savvy I mean like look what he did with like I said Butler he basically took all the like kids from Indiana that like the Hoosiers didn't want Purdue didn't want and like, you know it's and basically you know he, Made guys like Mac and even Gordon Hayward with first round pick under him too, and he was like an afterthought on most team kids on Indiana, and I thought it was awesome. And they have interesting young players though too, like that white kid from Gonzaga. I can't remember across Olenek? his name.
0: Yeah, Olenek. Yeah. Kelly Olenek. Kelly Olenek uh, had lost. I, I, I think the assumption was that he was going to jump in at center uh, at the beginning of the season, but he lost the job to uh, Vitor Faverani. Who promptly gave it right back to him uh, after like a couple games? Like apparently he just had like, <laughs> like one or two good preseason games. And that was what did it? So Olenek, I believe, is back as the starter for the, um, for the Celtics. But, yeah, I mean they're looking good. You know they're they're like they're like the Buffalo Bills this season of the NBA. You know they, they 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 don't not a great record, but they've been competitive in every game. You know they got a new coach Doug Marone. That's the Bills. you know not Mm-hmm. Uh, they just—they just, they just remind me of them, you know. You got Orlando. Orlando's floating around near 500, you know. A, a huge. Uh, this is another, uh, you know, tanking team situation here. But Aaron Aflalo's yeah. blowing up the NBA right now.
2: And um, Oladipo's looking g- really good too as a rookie. He might be Rookie of the Year, which I thought it was dumb that Cleveland passed up on him. Like I thought he's. Oh God. I thought like in in a in a draft that. There's no clear cut number one. You take the guy who has the most talent. You take the guy who is yeah. the most skilled. And well, Oladipo I mean, was. We're,
0: we're, head- we're heading down the list here. We're we're gonna we're gonna get to Cleveland. They're, they're...
2: We're about to get into the yeah. disappointing teams here. A team, yeah. that I'm interested in. Sorry to interrupt. To me, that I feel that I'm gonna be looking forward to is Toronto, where it's yeah. a team that they're kind of in this like no man's land, like we're the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Where I feel like, like the GM. Uh, wants to tank. He's made no bones about it because, like, he wants to trade Gay and you know get 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 rid of that contract because that was under that was under the old GM and like that's not his thing and he you know yeah. it's weird right now because I guess he wants to tank and get into the Wiggins sweepstakes being Canadian and all but the thing is like they're it, they're in this weird situation right now where I feel like they're not bad enough to tank but they're not. They're good enough just to make it to an eight seed, and like you know, they're good for like forty-two to like thirty-nine wins.
0: Toronto is a weird and a frustrating team to watch because basically the, the, the team has some talent, but I feel like what we're seeing way too much of is Rudy Gay shooting the ball. Thirty-seven times a game. he mm. shot the ball thirty-seven times the other day. Yeah, uh, what? <laughs> Basically, the Rudy Gay Demar Derozan show. Yeah, he's that's Toronto this season, and that's not even good. And but I always I think they're going to be in line for a coaching change at the end of the season. And as I always... much as they are in limbo.
2: And I always felt that like Rudy Gay was kind of an overrated player to begin with because he's not a good percentage shooter. Wise, like I know he fills the stat sheets. To me, he's the mm-hmm. ultimate fills the stat sheets. But if you look at the other like stats out there, they, they like the he scores twenty points a game. It always doesn't kind of tell the story on like on like what exactly a player is. Like you said, he shot thirty times. He shouldn't be shooting that because he's a notorious. He's not a good field goal percentage shooter. and
0: um, but it's, you know, it's, I guess it's what they've got. You yeah. Know, they're still developing Val- Jonas Valanciunas. Um, and going, going back to Orlando, I think, um, Aaron Aflalo is a definite trade king. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're just going to hand the keys to Oladipo at, at towards the end of the season. And we're, we're really going to see what he's capable of. And yeah, I think you might be right. That might be rookie of the year right there.
2: Um, yeah. He's already one of their best defensive players on the court right now, though, too. He's he's great. Like he's been good for them, and like you said, I don't know. I don't know why Cleveland passed up on him. Like, so
0: so we've got we've got Indiana, Miami. We've got some pleasantly surprising teams that maybe should we thought were gonna be bad, Philly, Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, Toronto, Boston, Orlando, right? And then we've got the tripe. The, the, looking at these standings, it's weird. The, the, the bottom six of the standings were all in our top eight <laughs> in the East, except for Washington. No, no, yeah, no, we had Washington, Washington. Yeah. including Washington. I didn't have Washington. The bottom six, you didn't have them in the playoffs at all? I didn't. Well, you had them, you had them nine, though, at least, right? Yeah, I think I had them, yeah. So we all kind of thought they'd be good, right? Yeah. The bottom six teams, <coughs> New York. Cleveland, Detroit, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Washington. Whoa. All right. First of all, how about... Yeah.
1: Not a good start. I mean... uh, And I... But, um, yeah, I didn't... I I guess... Well, the Knicks have some injuries that's um, going on for them right now. Obviously, with Tyson Chandler being out, that was, like, mainly their defense. So, kind of want to discount that. It's kind of early for it, so...
2: Really? Even with the whole thing that's surrounding them with the whole mellow leaving and like all these like <clears throat> Iman Schumper trade rumors that's going around and stuff though too. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a rough patch I would yeah. It's
1: kinda it's a that's an emotional curve they gotta get over. I don't know how the, how they're gonna turn out throughout the season. It's gonna be rough for them. Brooklyn
0: <sighs> What's up? It's not working. It's not, no. working. it's
1: not working. It's not working. It's early though, again, so Yeah, but I Garnett mean, looks I, old. I, 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 <laughs>
0: regret I regret coming off my original stance on the Brooklyn Nets.
2: <laughs> uh, don't worry, Mike, you're not the only one. I had uh whatchamacallit. Yeah. I had um in my preview, I had Detroit finishing ahead of New York as fit, like as yeah. like the fifth seed and they're like I don't know what the hell's wrong with Detroit. Andre Drummond leads the league in field goal percentage, though. He does. <laughs> he, yeah, he
0: does. does. He get, he's, did he's, he get injured? He's my baby on my yeah, fantasy I think, team. I think, didn't
1: he get hurt Um, his last game? Drummond? Yeah, I think he got hurt. Um, I, can't, I couldn't not remember. That I, not that I was aware of. Not that I was aware I think I saw a report about it. But
2: But Andre mm-hmm. Drummond, though, so far, though, averaging like 11 boards and rebounds a game, it's like he's, he's awesome. Sick. I, I knew I
0: knew he'd be he have a breakout season. It's a double I double. Haven't watched any Detroit though? I mean, have you? How's Josh Smith doing? Do you guys know? I haven't watched any games
1: either. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on over there. But then again, my stance was that uh, Jennings and Josh Smith just that's yeah. that's a disaster.
0: They got destroyed yesterday by Golden
2: State, State, I think. Well, not so much, like, Jennings. I mean, not so much, uh, I thought, Josh Smith, because, like, I think I'm in the greens with Mike. Where Josh Smith, I feel, is kind of an underrated player in a way, though, too, because he brings the little things. Yeah, he might do one or two dumb things a game, but you know what? Those six or seven other things kind of outweigh that, whereas, like, Brandon Jennings does, like, six or seven dumb things a game. And, like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it just Josh Smith sometimes gets in his own way. Uh, that's yeah. he's good though. Like I'm, I'm shooting three. I'm not I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not saying he's not good. It's just like he does like a lot of good things in the game, but then all of a sudden, like you said, he'll just pull up for a three that's very well, like not ill advised, and he's better off like down low or trying to drive to the basket. And that, uh, that's a so
2: far. Josh Smith is averaging 15 points, uh, five rebounds, and um, two assists a game. So. So. It's been decent. Has, it so, hasn't so, been like Josh
0: Smith so it's numbers. it's more or less to be expected, I guess. Because um, of
1: the team he's on, it's not he's not like the main focal point like he was for the for Atlanta. Yeah, the um, well, I don't know. I was probably go these, off the West, should not we? Well, we'll get there, we'll get there.
2: Yeah, but there's more disappointing teams. Like like he said, how about like Cleveland. I yeah. mean, oh, you Kyrie Irving.
0: Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. You know, mm. It's been decent. I, we're, we're still trying to get those assist numbers up here,
2: yeah. and that defense that he supposedly defense, was like. Yeah, I'm working on. Yeah, like yeah. that's so.
0: You know, I mean, it looks like he ha- has had the. Uh, you know, he's got, he's got, he's got the the moxie. You know, mm. he's got the. He'll take a clutch shot. Mm-hmm. he'll Make a clutch shot. You know, he can shoot and he can drive. Mm. It's all good. Mm. And, you know, and he can dish. I mean, in a in a in a Derrick yeah. Rose way, where it's it's he does. His athleticism is what, what creates... gives him his point guard yeah. ability. Mm-hmm. Um, like Kind of a brute force point guard, almost. But he's not... Uh, he, you know, do you he's think... averaging seven assists now. That's actually yeah, decent. That's, that's actually approximately on the Derrick Rose curve as far as,
2: you know... Um, what I was going to say to you, Mike, do you think he's more leader. of a shooting guard than point guard at this point? Maybe. Or do you think, like...
0: Well, you know, a lot of a lot of players early in their career are miscast. Yeah. And and sometimes that that miscasting stays with them. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um but um I I don't know. He hasn't really made the leap that it yeah. You know who has made a leap though? Tristan Thompson like we thought. Yeah. Tristan Thompson's been great for them. Double, double, um, yeah, yeah. ever
2: since like like I said the halfway point of last year he was a consistent double double guy now he's Bennett he, it's awesome and I remember I was listening to some podcasts and reading some articles how people were like man why did it take Tristan Thompson he's like kind of a bust or a semi bust but like he's so far he's kind of like you know turning back those haters who said like eh he's kind of not panning yeah. out like you said he's been consistent for him um, Anthony Bennett That was possibly
0: the biggest bust in NBA draft history. We're only, you know, yeah. games in, okay. nine games in. You don't say that that early when uh, there's a Kwame Brown around. No,
2: Obviously, everybody thought the Kwame Brown pick was <laughs> dumb even when they made that selection. Don't even say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
0: everybody, I think it's the same situation for Anthony Bennett. Okay. But Kwame Brown played minutes. Kwame mm-hmm. Brown has had an NBA career. Anthony Bennett can't get on the court. Mm-hmm. I would, He's the first pick in the NBA draft, and he can't get on the court on a team that's below 500.
2: I, I, <laughs> I, mean, can, I can make bad. another case, Nick. Micah Candy. That, 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 <laughs> better. Yeah. That, might be, that might be a better Yeah, I agree. There's, but I don't blame you. I remember I was watching a game, um, or I was watching highlights on NBA TV, I think, last week, and they're like, well, congratulations! It was like a Cavalier highlights, and like he got points. Or like congratulations, uh, Anthony Bennett, he got his first, you know. His first, uh, you know, point Depends at N- the the NBA. NBA. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, wait a minute. are we five games into the this season? season? <laughs> You've never heard about him again after that. I'm
0: going I'm to just read <laughs> but, you guys something. In right? the
1: lack thereof of a career for fun. Yeah. Right, by the right. way, don't say a career. That's disrespectful.
0: He's been bad. in the league <laughs> for like 10 years. He's been a backup player for <laughs> his entire career. I mean, he's, whatever. You cast him le- checks, le- dude. No. Cast him checks. No. I mean, obviously, it's a bust from a first-round pick standpoint. That's for sure.
1: Let's not give too much time to him. Let's. You know. All right.
0: So I'm just going to read you some numbers. All right. The last, the last five first-round picks in the NBA. Right. Blake Griffin, and the, their first-year stats: eighteen points, um, eleven rebounds. You know, uh, two thousand ten. John Wall: eighteen points, ten assists. Right. Uh, oh, this is actually their first seven games. Excuse me. So oh. not the first season, but the I'm first seven say, games. I didn't think John
1: Wall. Yeah, no, I, average, I didn't think I he was that good. Say, that yeah, I, I was about
2: to say, there's no way they would have. Kyrie Irving. I was actually impressed too. I was like what he averaged ten assists. Yeah, that's yeah good. I was like, how come <laughs>
1: no one's talking about, about this about man? <laughs> uh,
0: no. 20. So that was John Wall. 2011. Kyrie Irving, 14 points, five assists. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012. Well, Anthony Davis, 15 points, eight rebounds, two blocks. Right. 2013, I'm going to read you Anthony Bennett's stat line 0.7 points per game Oh, I was close (laughs) 0.3 blocks per game 0 assists 2.6 rebounds 5% field goal percentage 5% (laughs) What? (laughs) They they drafted him He's made (laughs) 0.1 field goals per game his average game has been 0. .1 for three from the floor.
2: Wasn't somebody raving
1: about this dude um, on the, one of the earlier podcasts before when we were talking about Cleveland?
2: Well, um, some I don't they, know who it was. Well, but, I just thought uh, they should have picked him. me. <laughs> Ola, 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 I
1: know it wasn't me either, but I'm just Ola Oladipo,
2: because I know everyone's talking about they have Dion Waiters. Why are They they wasted a first-round pick last year on mm-hmm. Dion Waiters. Why would they get Oladipo? Because in a week draft, you take the player that's best available for yeah, you. you. Just take the but, player. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. can't, like, mm-hmm. like
0: Dion Waiters is your starter?
2: No, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Waiters is is not
2: a starter starter. He's the your starter on Cleveland, yeah. but just because And he's you know. been mediocre, though, too. That's what you get for a lottery pick, taking a guy who was a sixth man on, yeah. like, it was like Marvin, it was like, yeah, Marvin Williams-esque how they did it. Because remember when um Atlanta took Marvin Williams a couple of years ago over Chris Paul? And they're like, wait a minute, he couldn't even break the starting lineup in North Carolina. Like, it's the same thing with Waiters. Yeah. It's like a sixth man at best. It's like, come on. Is it next time? Yes. Oh, um, okay.
0: Oh god. So Give the stop.
1: people <laughs>
0: what, they <want. laughs> Another what
1: they want. Just as disappointed. Tyson Chandler team
0: <laughs> out four to six weeks. We already had sort of a crumbling roster. Is he really out for six now weeks? Now we're broken. <laughs> uh, who knows? Yeah. Not who ever... knows what the deal is? But New york They're usually york accurate Knicks, with big guys. The New York Knicks are, once again, as is the usual story with the Knicks, the Knicks are scrambling to just make a move for the sake of making a move. They're trying to trade on Shumpert, who is, as we said before, their only tradable asset for Kenneth Burry, which is a, would be a great guy to pick up. But... Which I think um, is dead. I'm not sure which way a, a first round pick goes in that deal. I'm yeah. not sure if the Knicks have a first round pick no. to
2: give anymore. I don't uh, think we have a left first round pick. The next ten drafts. Uh, you can, I mean, the thing is
0: that the, uh, fortunately, fortunately, the thing about the NBA is that you can only, you can only, you can only give every other pick away. Yeah, it's not all. You can only give the 2014, mm-hmm. the 2016. Um, I'm just gonna go through uh, a little timeline here for the Knicks to see how we've gotten to where where we've gotten. All right, so this started in the summer of 2010. Oh, right? you're gonna go through. They try They tried. Yeah, gonna... soliloquy. You're getting a soliloquy. All right. They um, tried. They tried to sign LeBron James. That didn't
2: work out. Right. They signed him. Our. You Stenmeyer. will indulge this, Nick. Yeah, I, I, you need to feel our pain, goddamn it! All Chicago, right, <laughs>
1: uh, the Chicago Bull fan has to endure the New York Knicks fans. All
2: right, damn let's, strength, do let, let's do I've this. I've been lived through a title. All right,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me. Let's okay, I'm. I'm gonna give you this. Okay, all, right. all right. Strip the roster, dealt away. You know, future assets to to be ready in 2010. You know, we're, we're still fe- the 2014 pick that the Knicks don't have next year. That was from stripping the roster for 2010. That actually specifically the was the Jared, Jeffries, that stuff. the Jared Jeffries trade. Um, so didn't get LeBron, right? right. Responded by acquiring Amari Stoudemire to sign, sign a trade, giving him the league's maximum salary um, in a non-insured contract. Right, over five seasons, one hundred percent
2: guarantee, and it looked amazing for half the season too. It like is, solid, uh, it was solid, started and started exciting, good.
0: started good, not spectacular, but I mean, they were just barely over five hundred. But they, it was, it was, awesome. oh, it was and awesome. seeing all those. It was, it was fun, right? Five hundred, 500. James Dolan wants a second stunt, right? So they, they they were engaged in trade talks with
2: Denver about Carmelo Anthony. You right? mean James Dolan, the straight shoot? Or they what made the, the
0: they made the trade. They sent they send quality players on good contracts. You know. Uh, Wilson Chandler or Danilo Gallinari. Uh, number of first and second round picks. Wasn't Felton in that trade too? Felton was in that trade. Yep. Okay. Uh, they, and they got Aunt Carmelo Anthony right. And they they might have been able to sign Aunt Timothy Mozgov.
2: That's what I say. Don't right. forget about the center of the piece, man. How can I forget? How can I forget? He dropped twenty three last piece. night.
0: What? Yep.
2: Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I actually, speaking of Timmy V. Moscow, I heard that, like, yeah, he's actually getting more playing time. You know, I know how off-camera you and me were talking about, man, like, he hasn't, uh, you know, amounted to much, but I heard, like, Brian Shaw actually was getting more involved because he was kind of in, a, um, I can't even think, George, George Carl's, Carl's do- doghouse, house, so he yeah. wasn't getting minutes, so maybe. If he, if he becomes a double-double center, that just adds more, like, icing on the That would, that that would be
1: very interesting if that were to happen.
0: So they, they pulled off the trade, even though they might have been able to sign Carmelo in the in in the next year after the lockout, however, Carmelo had been pushing. He wanted a deal now, pre-lockout. He did not want a deal post the change in the, after the. You mean his wife CBA. wanted the
2: push out? Or? Well, his
0: his his wife wanted to be <laughs> la, in New York, la, but he also yeah. wanted money and whatever.
1: You know, wherever la that. la goes, Melo follows.
0: That's what he should. That's that's
2: what he should want. He yeah.
0: should want as much money as he can get. There's, I'm not going to criticize a, a, a guy for that, but you know, and they had a nightmare scenario in which Carmelo signs with Brooklyn. Right, so we don't want that. Oh, I, you know, I get, I get doing that. Right, they acquired Chauncey Billups from Denver in that trade. Hmm. Right, uh, Billups was injured for their for the uh, series
2: against Boston that year, where the Knicks got swept. Um, Speaking, of, didn't you go to one of those games where they got? I murdered? Went to
0: the, I went to Game Three in MSG and they got murdered, and I sat uh, right next to a Celtics fan. That was awesome. Thanks, guys.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> do not envy you in that situation whatsoever. Yeah.
0: So they the, the centers in that series, the center minutes went to split, got split between Ronnie Turiaf, Jared mm-hmm. Jeffries,
2: and Amarin mm-hmm. in that series, right? Uh, I totally did, forgot Ronnie Turiaf was on that yeah, team. Yeah. So they needed
0: a better big man to compete with like Miami, Chicago, Boston man. going forward. So four days after that sweep, the Knicks picked up Chauncey Billups' fourteen million dollar option for the next season, right? They could have not picked it up and saved $11 million and just bought him out, right? But they picked up his, his um, option. Didn't they pick him up in Amnesty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They did. You when league business yep. resumed, <laughs> when <laughs> league business good. resumed, they amnesty Billups to free up cap space to sign Tyson Chandler to Which Mark Cuban
2: gift-wrapped yeah. them, basically. Like, Tyson
0: Chandler was a great... Oh. That was, was great, right? But... They could have just bought out Billups. Still had an amnesty provision at that point. An amnesty, you know, an amnesty to Mari Stoudemire, mm-hmm. and still and had more picks. You know, um, they, they they may have had to give up a couple picks because they may have had to, in lieu of, in lieu of amnestying Billups uh, for the buyout. Like they they might have had to trade a pick or two just to yeah dump salary. But you know, basically since that moment. The Knicks have been over the cap, over the luxury tax, it just irreparably. Well, that's the front office. Yeah, yeah, and so that that that's that's what happens. So then some crazy stuff happened with Jeremy Lin, uh, Mike D'Antoni's mustache, uh, a Houston offer sheet to Jeremy Lin, uh, Stoudemire's. Which in hindsight, that was, actually yeah. ended up being the best thing. One oh, of the best yeah, I mean that was a good them. that was a good decision by them.
2: Um, it's one of the few things. The so now, things now they they they've signed.
0: Out. So now they've signed J.R. Smith to a three-year, eighteen-million contract. He's overpaid, uh, despite so his but, complete collapse in the postseason. That's still he parties all the time. He can't stop smoking weed.
2: That's still better though, because I remember if he actually had a good playoffs, that that's another good thing in hindsight, too. Because if he didn't have that meltdown, we would end yeah. up giving him more, or some other team would end up giving you're him right, more. Because they right. said he lost <laughs> anywhere between like. Forty-five to thirty million, just on that playoff callout, or just that shove. Who did he shove in the in the series? Um,
0: Avery Bradley, maybe? I think.
2: Yeah, Avery Bradley. That they, they they said that caused that Avery Bradley. Like he was actually good until that Avery Bradley shoved, and like it spiraled down. Oh, it was so, an elbow? See, yeah, the, el- the elbow. elbow. So basically, elbow. Avery Bradley. Basically, you know. Oh,
1: you mean when he started to play badly? Yeah, they they oh, said I thought that was that thing where they started from the I thought they did something whatever. where they were like put on, like, some outfits, like, during, like, a preseason, during a pregame or something like that, and they well, were to no, to another team No, they said whatever. he was
2: actually playing decent up until that elbow. Then when he came back, that's when it just all went downhill from him. So, actually, Avery yeah. Bradley, I thank you for yeah. us not overpaying Jared Smith any more than he needs to be paid. Thank right. you. Actually, that's,
1: <laughs> that's actually been his history throughout Denver, I think, actually, too. He does well during the regular season, and when they hit but, the postseason, it, they, they
2: dropped. No, but you know what? He was well. doing... He, it, Seemed yeah. like this was a different though, J.R. Smith, because he was doing all the small things. I'm like, oh wow, this is like, like where the hell was this J.R. Smith? Be you know? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! I, no, was, no. I don't mean shot. like that. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean in terms of, like, yeah, he did the extra things, but like, I mean in terms of, he plays well during the um during the regular season, not as good as he is yeah. like for that season, but. His, his uh, mo was basically yeah.
2: let me do all these great things, and then the postseason comes. Then where are you? But I thought he was going to be better than that because I thought he was playing for a contract. I didn't realize like he knew how much money was on the line. Like if he actually played what he did in the regular season, he would have got a bigger contract.
0: You know, what, you know what happened? And I and I I, I will I will stick to this forever. Mm-hmm. He got he won the sixth man award. Mm-hmm literally, like, four game, like, two, three or four games into the playoffs, he won the sixth man of the year award, got that validation, immediately went back to old JR, immediately, where he wasn't, you know, he was just taking ter- terrible shots, you know, me, 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 this, this whole game is yeah. designed to make me look good, I'm just gonna dribble around and put up crazy shots. It's, oh, so It, it was s- sudden, the change, because he had been so restrained during the regular yeah. season, and smart, like, he would just drive to the hoop, like, you know, like Carmelo style, almost. You know, use his yeah. talent around with the ball and his athleticism to just drive to the hoop and get fouled, and that was a good thing for the Knicks. But then suddenly it was, let me dance around and take mm-hmm. step back three pointers. So you you're know? saying he
1: would have been better off in Jamal Crawford. <laughs>
0: Yes. And, oh my god. We might have beat we might have had a better chance against him. Yeah, uh, I swear that, that I feel I know I'm putting myself in his head, but I swear. He got the validation, he always desperately wanted, Want it. and and then he went back well, to the Well he J. always
1: he fell short of it a few times, so, so
2: you're saying Rihanna wasn't one of the main reasons? No, nah, Rihanna might have
0: <laughs> been one of them. I think, you
2: know.
0: He had and J.R. Smith had the Knicks over a barrel yeah. this uh, this offseason anyway, because the Knicks they're over the cap. They have yep. no resources to sign a player who's not a guy already on their the team. Roster. You know what I mean? And there were very few other options. Yeah. And Herb, we know man. the Knicks don't have scorers. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they have Carmelo. They don't have second scorers. That's why they need J.R. Smith.
2: And that That's awful awful tweet yeah. he did, though, too, the, on the offseason. Oh, you don't remember that? After like he got booed out the building in New York, and he's like, Like so, I guess Nick fans don't want me. Or guess what? You might get what you want with exclamation point.
0: Yeah. So, so the Knicks had the Knicks at this point have no cap flexibility whatsoever. Right? Very few assets remaining. Uh, Just enough assets, as it turns out, to (laughs) send a first-round pick and two second-round picks and a bunch of dudes to the Raptors to acquire one of the more disappointing players in league history, Andrea Bargnani. Whoop-dee-doo! Mm-hmm. So, the and the Raptors were literally going to give him away. They were going to just let him walk. Oh, by yeah. By the way,
1: by the way. For nothing. I am kind of glad that we didn't get him. And I was advocating yeah. that we go for him. And yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen.
0: I mean, oh. As it's turning out, it's it's good that the Knicks have, you know, it's good that the Knicks have a guy, I guess, since they don't have Tyson Chandler right now. But Bargnani is not good At professional basketball.
1: I am glad that we kept Carlos Boozer.
0: Yes. But
2: no, you're absolutely right. Like only the Knicks, I felt only the Knicks that would, Toronto was, like you said, we're just giving them away. We're like, I'm going to borrow an analogy from someone. They're willing to get 25 cents on the dollar and the Knicks like, oh, we'll give you 75 cents. Here you go. And and like.
0: Well, exactly. (laughs) And so, and so now, you know, they're completely out of financial flexibility. you know what's They don't have a 2014, a 2016, or a 2018 first-round pick. They signed they signed, they filled out their Here's how they filled out their roster a week ago. Jeremy Tyler, Ike Diogu. They Oh, excuse me. They cut them at the end of training camp. They gave their final roster spot to Chris Smith, J.R. Smith's brother. Chris Smith is not an NBA caliber no. player. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you going to say there?
1: No, no, I didn't. <laughs> that's that's yeah. terrible. Um, it's funny Nepotism. though because Andrea Bagnani, <laughs> like the only time you, he was act when he was playing, when he was on Toronto, the only time he played good was when he played the Knicks. And now that he's on the Knicks, it's just like it'll never. I, you, you figure it would be good because he's there, but now that he's there, it's like nope, it's not
2: gonna work. <laughs> yeah. <yet. laughs> and from what I my understanding, I read somewhere where like, where, like between like Chandler. Bargnani and um, Amari. This is most expensive front court in NBA history playing on the same team because yeah. all of them make well over ten million $10. a year.
0: Yeah, I mean they've got they've got they've got tough issues now. You know, Tyson Chandler's out. They're having to play Bargnani. There, uh, this is this is an old thing that I'm reading, but at, at least at one point, like a few games into the season, the Knicks were minus thirty-eight and Bargnani's eighty-four minutes of floor time and plus thirty yeah. in the minutes that he's been on the bench. But I mean, you know, the, their other big man rotation, you've got Stoudemire and Kenyon Martin, and Mike Woodson has imposed a every other day, yeah. every other game, excuse me, limit for those two players. Kenyon Martin, the they're both, yeah, yeah, they signed they're him. both, they're both, you know, they're too old. They can't, mm-hmm. or they're too old or injured. They can't play every day. Why not start I, Cole I, I like Aldridge?
2: Yeah, uh, after a while else. you won't. Here's <laughs> the way I feel.
0: I, I, he's, he's, you know, good but, for the team.
1: But either way, um, so they're pretty much locked up. into what? What? This is um, when is Carmelo I think last year this, year, this or year
0: he can opt out this year. Technically, the last year of his contract is either next year or the
1: year. Is after. there a no trade clause on this? There's probably a no. There's
0: mm-hmm. gotta be a no trade. There's probably clause. okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. So he would have to waive it. Because that's, that, that's, have have op- that's why you have an opt out. No,
2: yeah. right. No my opinion about the no, Knicks. No, that's not automatic like with the opt out. No, but I'm saying that's but, why as a player yeah. you that's why you include out, an opt out. And that. then
0: you say no trade, yeah. but I can still get out if
2: yeah. I want to. Well, if I want under my Yeah. Yeah, he wants a long-term deal basically because he might get this might be his last big contract he's going to get. So, of course, he's going to opt out to try to get the most money as he can. I well, the think, most money would
1: be with the Knicks, right? So, but yeah, but he's opting because out. Because if anywhere else he goes, he can't go for five years. He can only go for four. Because it's he's really in
2: his thirties right now. Like I said, I think he's just trying to get that one last big contract before, like, because you lose,
1: I think thirty, if I'm not right, thirty or forty million dollars if you go up to another team. But he can easily make that could, up in endorsements could, yeah. and
2: stuff, though. Too, yeah. it's not like yeah, he
0: wants uh, you know he, he wants, wants to champion. play in New York. He yeah. loves playing in New York. He loves being the guy in New York. Mm-hmm. And maybe to a certain extent, that's a problem. Philosophically, yeah, it, it, it's possible that he wants to be the guy more than he. I wanted he wants to ask to you.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. Is <laughs> does he want a championship more so than being the
0: guy? I, I think he loves. He likes being the guy in New York. He he, he enjoys that. I don't think that's necessarily a problem. You know, like I, I've said before, I think that For you, the team. It should be. I no, but I I think the team. I think there's a different problem, which I will actually get to a philosophical problem. Okay. Okay. But I think I thought what the Knicks put together last year. Was, was fine. It wasn't the best team in the league or whatever, but it was a team that had a play. I think you can win. I'm not of the opinion that you cannot win a championship with Carmelo Anthony. I think the blueprint that the Knicks did last year was what you do. It's, not, uh, it's obviously not the best situation in the yeah. world, but they put themselves in a situation where they were a strong team. It was decent defensively and unstoppable offensively. You know, in certain settings. And to a certain extent, it was a lot of things breaking the right way during the course of that season. Yeah. But if that's your blueprint, three-point shooters who can drain threes, Carmelo Anthony playing at his best ever level that he's ever played, you know, Tyson Chandler making up for a lot of other personal defensive deficiencies on the inside, that was, they, they could have, they would have needed somebody to get hot, but... I think they could have beaten the Heat. Oh, I, I, I think mm-hmm. that's, all, that's all I can ask for. I think they had a chance, a reasonable chance to contend for a title. Oh, I things feel... broke right, right. That's all. Right. But I think here's what the next, the, I think the Knicks' problem is. I think they have a philosophical problem that comes from ownership. Ownership is not willing to rebuild they will never endure
2: they're in that new york yankee mindset they're in
0: the yankee mindset and they're they're stuck they're not willing to do what needs doing they're not willing to consider
2: with the
1: absence of championships
0: yeah yeah exactly they want mm-hmm. to i guess here's how I'll boil it down james dolan is more interested in keeping consistent asses in seats Always fielding a competitive team, meaning a team that's in the playoff hunt, which in the NBA means a team that's not tanking. Yeah, so you're saying relevancy. Yeah, he wants a relevant team more than he necessarily wants a championship. He's not willing to, if what you have to do to win a championship is start over, blow it up and start over, he won't do it. If what you have to do to win a championship at this point, since you have no resources, <coughs> is give up on Carmelo, since just the structure... Again, yeah. I'm not against Carmelo himself yeah. or that idea. I just think with the situation they've got, it's an impossible situation. If he has to do that, he won't. He will continue with Carmelo, and he'll continue sacrificing the future just to put shitty players around him. Not... Per- I don't mean... Shitty was a bad word yeah. to use. Yeah, but I like, say that. Mediocre players yeah. who are just good enough that Carmelo can kind of shoot the Knicks into contention or whatever he'll continue to do that because that's what he wants he, he just he, he doesn't want to watch a bad team he doesn't want to put that sort of product at, which on the floor for New York fans and to a certain extent that's an insult to New York fans Yeah, that we we wouldn't understand the idea of of rebuilding and mm-hmm. reacquiring all the assets that
2: we're missing there is some sounds
1: tri- like another owner I know
2: well, the thing is, that- is that, there is some truth There Deer is some Jones. truth to what you yeah. said, though, about Dolan, because Dolan is doing the ex- same exact thing with the Rangers, like, yeah. another team he owns, a hockey team yeah. that plays in the same yeah. building as he's doing okay. with the yeah, Knicks right. right now, so, yeah. it, but my thing on the Knicks are, it's like, the names change, but it still remains the same, you know, to Knicks fans who thought the grass would be greener when Isaiah's gone, was it really green, like, to begin with, like...
1: I thought you were going to say your point that uh about the uh the lockout season. Oh about the lo-
2: Oh, I I already expressed about that yeah. fact that like there that was their window. Last mm-hmm. year was their window where yeah. like Miami might have been drained from that long winning streak. The Bulls didn't have Rose and we didn't think Indiana would make that leap. That was the perfect time for it. That was their window basically.
0: Yeah, yeah I, <clears> I
1: basically <throat> agree. I have to disagree with uh, the Carmelo Anthony winning a championship though because it just seems it, he has the same M.O. Even though he has developed, I guess you can say, trying to play defense and doing all those other things, mm-hmm. giving a better effort than what he did in Denver, it just seems like it was the same M.O. when it came to the side of the offense side of the ball, though. It's just, it just doesn't seem like he's contangible with any other team like you could put him on. It wouldn't. It would just, It just doesn't seem it'll work out. That That's how I view Carmel Car- Anthony, almost Allen Iverson-like. To a point where he he basically, his style of play just demands too much and it, and it takes away from other players and I don't think you'll have the same com- camaraderie when it comes to like playoff basketball where you have to go to another level and you're supposed to bring them with you and his kind of play doesn't do that for other players.
2: But many um, people said the same thing though. Like, I'm not defending Melo any chance too, because I'm kind of in the same boat with you. But to be fair, didn't Kevin Garnett have that same kind of rep when he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves though too? Like his intense style of play can that only get you so far into the play, into the playoffs and stuff? That's what I felt though too, like the same thing too. Until he found his redemption in Boston, yeah. I just feel like Melo is a type of player. Is he the best person? Like, I feel he is your second best player when comes on a championship caliber team, I championship caliber team. I don't think he's the centerpiece of a championship caliber Mm -hmm. team.
1: Yeah. But to, to Mike's point, I don't think Carmelo will do what KG did to get a championship. He doesn't want to
2: play second fiddle, or he doesn't want to like sacrifice like like all those guys sacrificed. Ray Allen sacrificed, Pierce sacrificed, Garnett. I, I don't blame you about and, that. And that's
1: the reason why I said that I don't think he's going to be. He'll win a championship because of that 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 thought that that train that 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 train of thought that he has. The way his his style of
0: play that's. Because I agree with both. Not everyone's perfect. I, yeah. No, I, no, not I, at all. I'm not saying that. And and not every situation is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and I the, the Knicks last year, what I saw in the Knicks, that wasn't the the best thing I've ever seen. That certainly wasn't the best no. team in the league. But they were a team that I saw beat the league's best mm-hmm. throughout throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, the Spurs, the Thunder, the Heat, you know, the Pacers, even. And and I you know they, they ran into the worst team I think they could have run into in
1: Indiana. I thought in the Pips swept you guys. Who? I thought the guys. No, he's you. talking no. about in the regular season. Oh,
0: oh, well, oh. they did in the us. Like, no. I guys. thought they I thought they swept you in the regular no, season. No, we we the, the Knicks played great against everybody. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know they looked good against against Boston. You know uh, that team. What I saw, that's a team that could have won. I know it's not you know,
2: it, it, not that they were a favorite or anything. No, I agree. I know what you're coming but from. That's,
0: you know, sometimes a situation isn't perfect, and Carmelo's not a perfect player. And maybe to a certain extent, that they could have won is the ceiling for a Carmelo-led team. Yeah. Whereas with with LeBron, well, yeah, you can definitely win. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's. But I thought
1: last year was actually, like you said, was the perfect like situation for them to actually
2: make it because of what he said. Well, that was that's yeah, what we, like, we all said. Like, just, yeah. So right now, the only way I can possibly see them sneaking into the finals is if like. Miami, now, don't even finish that Indiana, because what? <laughs> because what? Well, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this, this is how ridiculous it is. The yeah. only way I could possibly see them making the finals this year, if, if like Miami, if Indiana everybody goes her. to the Western Conference, <laughs> the only like if pos-
1: everybody gets her. <laughs> It's, yeah, to, 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 David West stretch, tries that, to that, fight that LeBron James and Dwayne Wade tries to get in to make some But no, I agree <laughs> with
2: both of you. I'm on the same aspect. Like, I do, uh, with Mike, I do think you can win a title with Carmelo, but where Nick's coming from, I don't think he is the centerpiece to a championship winning team. I think he is that second fiddle. I think he's that second. Best, like he's the second best player on the team. I don't think he's the best player on the team. I don't. I don't think what you're saying can ever happen. I, that's 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 unfortunately, the point. That's the point. Unfortunately, that's the point. Like, <laughs> that the
0: point. That's what I'm trying to drive home. Um, I think. I, I mean, I'll put it this way. I think if you could create a situation like you had last year, where you actually have a a roster that has chemistry and makes sense, which they don't have anymore. Um, you know, I mean, all those players that they had, they they. They almost—I don't want to say lucked into—but it was the perfect combination yeah. of, of factors coming together that gave them all those great shooters and all those great, you know, Jason Kidd, and you had you know just coaching up the, the young guys and like all all the, all of those little factors uh, fell right for the Knicks last season. But that that's a thing. I mean that that that's a thing that can be striven for. Yeah, or strive for. I don't
2: know. Strive. It's all right. Um, that, that never stri- happened, oh, no. Mike. Don't worry. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. What happened here? What do you say?
0: But I I think that's your that's your formula. Yeah. You know, I think they absolutely could have win That's a viable team. The only way Carmelo is the number one option.
1: The only way I can see Carmelo being like second fiddle is if he actually decides to go to to the Lakers. That's the only second fiddle to who? kobe if you uh, when he when back. Yeah but back. like do that's, you think kobe it. still
2: has the mileage like a, on his that's, that's,
1: a weird... that's like that's like the only like
0: that's, that's like the different... only scenario that I can I feel see that's a like different sort of second fiddle though. That's like a that like when they're talking to reporters I'm always deferring to the to the Kobe, yeah, but yeah. in in real life, we know Kobe. You can't do it. I can do it. Yeah, can't. like that. That's what it would really be like, you know. So it would almost be like a. I, I don't, don't know respect. what Kobe's going to ju- be like when he comes. I to just back feel
2: that's there. that weird situation, like when AI got traded over into to Denver. Too, and they were and both
1: just- like the top. 3 and 4 yeah. scorers of the league because, on like, the same team. Because
2: like at first I was like, oh wow, this might actually be good for AI. Maybe he can play cuz there's a guy who's vastly better than him. He's kind of past his prime and, or not. Well, he's kind of in not, coming out of not saying he's past his prime, as he's terrible cuz obviously like you said he was fourth or third in the I league think, in scoring. I think he was but, third and was but like he was like he's uh, kind of on that downward tread. He's like his best years are behind him. So maybe, oh, I could play the second fiddle behind this young guy. Nope. AI's like Screw it. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. <laughs>
1: it wasn't – it didn't seem like he was, He was like, motivated enough, I guess, at the time, Mello. And Allen Iverson felt
2: like he had to take over there, too, or something like that. And Which is even was, more odd about that. That Denver team, I read the stats, like, Mello had, like, 35 shots a game. Um, or, like, 35 shots. Like he averaged 35 a game. AI averaged, like, 32 shots a game. Jared Smith, coming off the bench, averaged 25 shots a game. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> <laughs> when that's, you're giving that many awful. shots that's like it. around those three players. Poor Nene. And you know
0: what else? <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> Poor Nene. You know what else? Oh. San Antonio's 8-1 this season. We've already stated They keep that. doing
2: it. They keep doing it. It's. I'm just... I'm, I'm moving us on here. No, I don't blame <laughs> you. I'm talking about, like, I was talking to um Nick. I'm like, eventually, Duncan, he... When the hell is he going to, like, you know... Every year, every year, <laughs> you
1: keep having the conversation, and even I had it this year, I was like... I think this is the year. Last year, oh, I think you know what this is the they're year. like. A, they're like
0: a machine, you know. I'm done. Run, I'm done with that conversation. They're, they're run until I see it physically. <laughs> they're run by a military mind, you know. The, 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 you know, the interesting here's the interesting thing about San Antonio. Great coach, like, Ginobili is is still falling apart. Oh, he he's looks still like he's getting real old. But you know what, Bellinelli, oh my my Bellinelli, Bellinelli is. Bellinelli is I swear, eventually, he's by the playoffs. He's going to be the Ginobili role yeah. for Greg Popovich. He's going to be so. everything. He's he does, you know, he can do all that stuff. He's fairly athletic. You know, he can handle the ball a little bit. He can he can shoot. He can be relied upon in certain situations. Okay, stop, because you're reminding me of a player that was once on my team.
1: <laughs> Thank you for being
0: cheap, <laughs> cheap. You're cheap, but <laughs> yeah, you guys. I'm not move sure. on. What did you, Why did? So why did the Bulls? Not? They
1: they didn't. It's it was all it was all about the money. That was a money move. Nothing Spurs, more.
2: It's weird though, because the Spurs did, Spurs gave him seven million a year.
0: We could have gave him that, yeah, and more. And actually. even
2: Diago Splitters like kind of catching on though too. It's yes. like they're actually, to they, me, the the cross sports thing I get from them. It's. To me, they remind me a lot of the Detroit Red Wings, where it's like every year I'm like, this is the year where the Red Wings are old, too. Like, how are they doing with these old players? Yeah. 20 straight years in the playoffs, and they still look like they're going on 21. Same thing with the Spurs. Every year I'm like, like you said, last year I'm like, I don't know if they can do it anymore with their age. They almost won an NBA title last year. Like, how many times have we had that conversation
1: about yeah. that team? How many times? It's ridiculous. It makes no sense whatsoever. Obviously, Greg Popovich knows what he's doing, and and I think he's one of the greatest coaches. And right now,
2: with so many, I think he's the best coach in the league. And right now, with so many of the flaws all all the other West teams, I feel, have, like the contenders, like the Clippers... And um, like gold, if you can throw Golden State as a quasi contender in there, and even like the Clippers did look good last night, they did look good. But like I still think in a seven game series, the Spurs will beat them. Yeah, I just feel like all these like contenders out there in the West, like with all the flaws they have, like I said with the Clippers, and you can go as far as saying the the quasi is like the Warriors and the Rockets. I'm sitting there, I'm like, my God, this. This is shaping up for the, the Warriors, Spurs to just come out the overwest again. The
0: Warriors look good, though. The Warriors they the only, have been real good.
1: That team, I think, could be the Spurs in the seven game because they're young. I think the youth would probably pull them if, if that were to happen. I still would favor
2: the Spurs. Do you think they um, learned anything from last year's like uh, playoff I defeat so. against the Spurs? Because I, I feel that's what they.
1: I think so because I think you take the experience going into the playoffs and losing to a team like that way. I think you gain experience through that and understand <laughs> like different ways uh, or things that you have to do to you know get over the hill. Uh, how about the, how about Minnesota? I'm confused about what's going to happen with these guys because they're doing good at the same time, but then uh, then again, Kevin Love's not happy of uh, not too happy about being there, so. I wonder he's uh, not playing future. Future. like it though. He's not no, he's not playing like it. I think he wants to like even though he doesn't like feel like he wants to be there, he has to make his money. So he has to look yeah. good for if he
0: entertains hey, him with going somewhere. Else. They're they're a, they're a playoff team this year. They, they are. They okay. got a good, you know what they have? They have a, a roster that's it's really complementary. Oh, yeah. They have it, it's it's actually almost like it's like a joy to watch them. It, like you look at their roster and they have all these guys they don't have any guy that everyone fits their own role on the offense. Kevin Love is your 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 black hole and your kind of <coughs> whatever, your guy on the board, yeah. right? You got mm-hmm. um Pekovic who's just I'm a center, dude. I'm just doing center stuff over mm-hmm. here. You got Ricky Rubio, I'm a point guard. I'm just yeah. doing point guard stuff over here. Kevin Martin, I'm just shooting. I'm just shooting like crazy. I'm, I'm in guard. the best I'm in the best role yeah. that I've ever, That's what ever I... been in. And their team is just so well constructed, you, you know. Do you know what it reminds me of a little bit? It might
1: not be on the same
0: level, but it reminds
1: me of Dallas when they won the championship. Mass? yeah, yeah. because only- that was constructed to Kevin yeah. Witzky. Definitely, now they- this is being constructed towards Kevin. My only fatal flaw,
2: though, yeah. for them is how their their front court defense kind of sucks because Kevin yeah. Love's kind of a subpar. So is like Pekovic. They're kind of both subpar defenders. I
1: thought th- Pekovic was outstanding. He's
2: like a he's kind of mediocre. So oh, yeah. like yeah, like he's a he good last year. Th- I that's that, in- that, that, that's that's my only thing. So because
1: last year he was pretty good, wasn't he? I thought. I he was he know. was
2: decent enough. Like he yeah. took the leap from there, but that's my only thing. Like I feel like they kind of need to add a little bit more front court de- defense.
1: They're gonna have to do that. I think coaching will have
0: to like address that because they should be better. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We went off the handle today. We had a whole section of football, but obviously we just love NBA too much.
2: Mm-hmm. Jamie um, Richie Incognito. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did yeah. do a whole can, bunch can of football play, last. I blame Jonathan Martin. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we
0: go. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna save football for next week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had, you know, we we're have a lot. A yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, we are we we are gonna have to wrap up. We probably don't even have enough time for quick hits. But um, we can throw All right. What wh- What do you think? Yeah. What you got, John?
2: Sorry, Dan. I have to do this. Arizona State pulled off the win uh, last week, nineteen to twenty, and this week. They have Oregon State, which that's not going to be an easy win whatsoever. And especially next week, they're heading into a Pac-12 South showdown against UCLA. I feel the winner of that's coming out of the Pac-12 South. And I'm really, if they are going into the Pac-12 championship game, which I think they will, uh, Arizona State, after the showing like Stanford did against Oregon, I kind of like my chance. I kind of like Arizona State's chances winning the Pac-12.
0: All right. Just saying. <laughs> well, then I'll do
2: it.
1: Then uh, Hamden Father's Basketball League is going to be starting soon, and he says that he's got he had a very good draft, so I'm expecting a lot of his team. It's either championship or bust. I'm watching out.
0: <laughs> uh, New York Jets playoffs. Book it. We'll talk next week. Rex Ryan, coach of the year. Yep. Yeah. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> later.
1: Take we'll it catch- easy. All right. We'll catch you guys next time on Sportscast Prime. Peace. Peace.